Welcome to Behind the Spotlight, a different kind of podcast where we have real, deep conversations with entrepreneurs and celebrity visionaries who are making their potential possible. They are certainly ahead of their time and worthy of yours. So listen as I take your favorite entrepreneurs off a pedestal and onto a bar stool right next to you. In life, it all comes down to building powerful, long-lasting relationships in a thoughtful, authentic way. You know, we all see that highlight reel of successful entrepreneurs, but I want to take you behind the spotlight and show you who they were before they figured it all out. Let's explore the sometimes torturous, but always interesting paths their lives have taken. So I'm Beth, speaker, author, entrepreneur, and a magnetic business mentor. I help entrepreneurs to strategically prepare their business and gain exposure through collaboration and media so they can make their mark on the world. I'm a huge believer in the power of potential to catapult your life forward. So join me as we explore stories of some of our favorite people leveraging their past to make their potential possible on Behind the Spotlight. On this week's episode, we have my friend Leanna Weller-Smith. She's the owner and executive director of Weller-Smith Designs, an award-winning boutique design agency, and has over 20 years in the design industry, plus 17 in publishing. Plus, you get to find out how I really got my book deal. I didn't even know about this. Enjoy. For those people who are listening, if you could talk a little bit about what you do and a little bit about your journey. There's a lot to it. Sure. Yeah. So... I own a design agency, Weller Smith Design. It's been around, um, not formally, but since, I mean, it's been almost 18 years now that I went out on my own. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a long time, but I would say the last five and a half, six years, that's when it really, like I like became an LLC. I did all those other things. Like I was, I stopped using a spreadsheet to run my business. So a lot of things changed, (laughs) like six years ago. And I, you know, started to bring on team members. Um, but we, we work with, um, successful six and seven figure high for high performing, um, female entrepreneurs, mostly female entrepreneurs, but they are, they have a mission or a goal. Um, they're very, um, fast moving and they have lots of great ideas and they really want someone to be part of their team to help them grow and become, um, just kind of build different products. It's almost like we're becoming almost like a media company in a way because we're building out books and planners and journals, but then on top of it, like um, magazines and other products that can help grow their business. So um, that's really where it's kind of ending up um, these last couple years. Um, with how we've been helping people, but we're really end to end. We do branding the whole way to extension products for people. And it's been a lot of fun um, because it utilizes all the experience that I had, even when I had jobs. So there was a time when I did have the jobs. So, you know, it's been fun to like take that knowledge and use it to help, you know, small business owners to do the same things that, big companies are doing. Yeah. It was actually really fun to get to work on your book because that was so random. (laughs) And, but yet it was like perfect, right? Like the way that it all came together was like, I definitely contribute you to getting my deal doing the photos. I had so much, we had so much trust and I was already so in on your design aesthetic and so excited that you were on the project. Like I felt so taken care of because I knew that you would make sure that it was good. 
Like I knew it was going to be good, but you were like, I knew you would make sure everything was perfect. But I think that's something that I've been teaching ever since or talking about ever since is like really asking the people who are in your sphere of influence, who they know, what they know, do they know this person? Can you connect me here? Like that collaboration piece and that relationship piece is so important. And I think I really learned that from you and watching you work with people like Todd Herman and the different, honestly, the different conferences I've gone gone to because you're like, hey, do you want to come? Gabrielle Bernstein, I went to, we went together. I never knew who that was. You really opened my eyes to that. I didn't even know that was going on until I met you. That's a big thing. That's a big part of my business. And it's interesting now that we're in this weird space where in-person isn't easy, obviously, yeah, right now. Especially in New York, um, where we are. Yeah, yeah. So, it, but it's what, but I, I will tell you, I'm an introvert. I don't actually like doing all that stuff. And so I actually had to work really hard at it, kind of like gear myself up to like go and to talk to people and to um, meet people. Uh, And it's really paid off in the long run. So, and even now, like I have to like prepare myself to meet people because it takes a lot of energy and, um, but I really genuinely like it. I like listening to what people are doing and learning about, you know, their business or things like that. And um, so I think that I'm a good listener, I think. So I think it makes it easy for people. Like if I ask the right question, they'll just keep talking and I don't have to do too much. But then when I tell (laughs) them what I do, they get interested because most people, especially entrepreneurs need some kind of designer or something. So they're like, Oh, you know, and then that really sparks the relationships. But like this editor that we're talking about, like she and I, we met 18 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, and I still do things for her, but that's part of, you know, our philosophy really is about, um, these connections and, you know, building, um, relationships over time, because that's, that's really where the magic happens. And you get to know somebody and you can just do create things for them that you already know are them. So it works, it works out really well, but yeah, those events now it's, it's more finding digital events that right. we can go to. And um, those I found hard. I thought at first I was like, I don't know if I could do them being on videos even more yeah. like, stressful, I think, but Um, a lot of the ones that I've been doing, they've really made it easy. Like they've, they have such a great structure and they've made it easy for people to connect. And so I feel like I'm still kind of carrying that through even, even not being able to be in person so much. I see. I find it harder. I was on one this weekend. They had breakout rooms and everything. And, you know, you met that four, the four people that you're in a couple of times or different four people a couple of times during the day. But I, so I'm not an introvert. I'm much no, you're introvert. not. That's why I like asking you to go with me because I can oh, hide behind no, you, Beth. No, you're I perfect. I can, I can just tag along with you and you'll open up the conversation. It's, we're a perfect match we are because perfect match. that's so funny. You, we complement each other on the uh, networking front for sure. 100%. So for me, it, it's not, I need that energy back and I'm not getting right. it. So I'm finding it really hard. But I've always admired you for stepping up and taking part of not only the conferences, but, you know, spending the money on coaches, spending the money on, you know, different people to help you really move your business forward. Is that what, 
Was that a change that happened for you six years ago? Yeah. So Todd Herman was actually one of the first, he was, he was the first person I actually invested in. I think I, it's a, it's like my own inside joke. I'm like, I think I was the last person to purchase. Like it was like midnight and I'm like, buy it, you know, and it was his beta. So it wasn't even like the full, you know, full package, you know, but it was the first version, but I knew I needed just some guidance. Um, I needed to learn how to run like a business, like a real business or just to think differently. Um, because like I said, everything was being run off a spreadsheet and I knew that I needed to just kind of change the way that I treated my business. And that really like, um, you know, just changed my perspective on coaching and finding the right person or people or group to, um, try to grow with. And I, I tend to stick with them. Like I've only had a couple of real mentors and I tend and and they, they fill a certain like funnel for me in a sense. So they're not all created equal, even though they might seem like they all do the same thing. Um, you know, I make sure that the ones that I'm choosing are the ones that I know fit within certain sections of what I'm working on in my business. I really appreciate that because like when you're saying that you were working off a spreadsheet, like some people, including myself are like, Oh, you have a spreadsheet, but can you talk a little bit more about what, like, what are, so what are the different ones that you're, that you did and what are the ones, what were they fulfilling for you and how does that work? Okay. Yeah. So Todd, Todd was like, really like, he's, he is a performance coach. Like he is, I mean, he works with athletes, you know, he, he really gets you to, um, put your best foot out there. You know, he's, he's got such great knowledge, uh, like just on all the things, like you could ask Todd something and he'll like, literally, he knows something about everything. Like it's mind blowing. And, but the people like for all of these groups, it really is the people that kind of keep you there as well. And I really resonated with his people. So that was like my first big community and I loved it. And I still have like, I still have all my connections from there. They've all grown from like, we, we kind of, we help each other even now um, because the community that he fostered was just so tight and everyone was really, um, you know, they really had this go get it attitude. Like they all, everyone had their own things that they're working on. Some of them are coaches, some of them are service-based product-based, all the things. And um, that really, that's what I needed. Cause I felt by my, I felt alone. Like I had my, I had just hired my sister. She was my first employee and I just felt like, you know, I have a lot of friends. I have all these, you know, but none, nobody in my circle was running their own business. So for whatever, 13 years, it was me just like trying to figure it out. And then to have this community of people that they're all doing the same thing. Like they're all trying to figure it out in their own different way, what's going to work. So that was really what kept me with Todd for so long, because I was with him for quite some time. Like we did, I did um, his, his 90 day year program and I did his base camp programs and, and it really helped me to look at my business as, okay, this is quarterly. I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And this is how I'm going to get from here to here and here and here. So it kept me, it gave me the systems and processes to actually get shit done. Like, cause that's the, that's the other side of it. You're doing all this stuff for everyone else, but not for you. Um, yeah, yeah. So that really helped me. And then I think the next person that I started working with, her name was Dawn Copeland. 
and I hid her. Um, I, um, she had this great assistant who had reached out to me to be a, um, a sponsor for the event. And it was like a no brainer. It was like, if I could get eight people to come, my table was free, you know, and I got to be there for free. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And of course I had made sure I had all my eight people. I'm like, all my eight people are coming, you know, I got a free table, but it made me do the things that I needed to do. So like I had to put together some sales material. I had to do like put a table together. Um, but in meeting her, like she was, um, I think it was called the sacred art of sales and she has a totally different approach. So she is still a business coach. She does a lot of the same stuff that Todd does, but it's from a different perspective. So it's all about energy and how you feel while you're going through these things. And I could tell like at that point, um, like I had been recently diagnosed with MS, there was all these kind of things that were happening. And I felt like, you know, I've always just been go, 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 go. That her energetic side is what attracted me. Like I was like, I, I know I've got this stuff down, this and this, but I liked how she had a different perspective and it was more inner work than outer work. So it was kind of like, that is the next thing that I needed. So that worked out really well. And I still do stuff with Dawn because I feel like it's that energy stuff that you still need to kind of shake loose every once in a while um, to get your head on straight again. And so she's, she's really, really good at that. Um, and then the last person that I most recently, well, I met her when I first met Todd. So it wasn't the right timing. I had to wait for the right timing, but it was Jennifer Kem. So I'm in her groups. I've been in her groups for a couple of years now. And I just really, really, I resonate with her. Like I feel like, you know, I love her, I love her team. I love the people that she brings in all of that, but I love um, how she teaches and it comes from a corporate background. So I have this like performance coach. I've got this like energetic coach. And then I have like this, like real, she's giving corporate values coaching. And it's like, I feel like it's, I feel like I've found like my own little, you know, trifecta of, coaching that has really helped me to kind of break out of um, just staying stagnant and growing. And, you know, Jen, Jen's also really good at like, um, she really promotes her people. So it's also another thing, like, it's just, I feel very supported and seen and heard and everything there. So it's been really helpful these last couple of years, the work that I've gotten to do with her. So that's kind of my, that's kind of my, little section of like they're like my little pocket people that I keep. <laughs> so. well, it's amazing because I think a lot of people don't understand what kind that you need that support. If you're going to be an entrepreneur to do it on your own, it, it there's too much and it's there's too hard. much. There's too much. You don't know that you don't know, but you've also invested a lot of money. And I think that's definitely something I remember when you started doing Todd's yeah. and looked at the price. And I was like, she must be doing really, really well. And I think I even said something to you. You're like, you're like, it makes a difference in my business and I'll make it back. And yeah. having faith in yourself, I think is a lot, but I think people get scared of those price tags. I was the, the one I was on the other day was $15,000 for a year. It's a lot of money if you're just starting out. I mean, you think about it. I mean, like it also provides that incentive to make it back. Yes. So, you know, it's kind of like, and I have to admit most of the, most of the coachings programs that I've done, like they um, have paid themselves back quickly. So it's like, um, 
and some people can attribute it to, yeah, but you're, you're still moving. You, you've got, you know, like, like it would have happened anyway, you know, type of thing. But I don't, I don't really think so. I think that, um, you know, it's kind of like having my office feng shui. It's like, you know, if you're open to these things, then they're going to come. And if you, if you kind of go in this mind, like a scarcity mindset, like every time I've done that, like, oh no, I can't afford that. And I don't know if I can do that. Every time I've done that, it makes it worse. But then there's been so many times I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I'm so thankful that I can do it. And then the two minutes later, like something comes in that pays for it. So it's kind of interesting, just that mindset of um, just kind of not letting certain things get in your way. If you can, if you can. No, don't go broke if you can't afford it. But I think that's something like it reminds me. I remember talking to Jen, you know, Jen Scalia. She's now Jenna. Yeah. yeah. I remember speaking to her like six months in and she was $1,500 for whatever the program was. And I was like, I asked Andrew and he was like, that's a lot of money because I didn't understand, even though she told me, you know, this is going to make your money back. I don't think I understood that. And the, and the world of being coached like that wasn't as big as it is now. So I think if, you know, if people are listening, I, I hope they understand that they can hear that really making those big investments and working one-on-one or in a, in a, depending on how you work better really does make that difference. And, you know, there's, they, I've heard this, you know, if the universe will bring you the money, you know, I, we've all seen those posts, like I signed up and yeah. I got a $30,000 check in the mail. And right. I, hey, anyway. Yeah but it just helps you keep going. Cause what we do is really hard. We've all had our ups and downs. It's really hard. And, you know, for you being in the middle of your growth and being diagnosed with MS, I know was not easy for you or your family. Yeah. That was interesting. I mean, it was like just out of the blue, like, but obviously, but um, yeah, it was, you know, I actually was working for food and wine magazine at the time and I still had my business, but it was like, that was like the end of that 2008 issue. So like in 2008, everything I like, I had, I actually was doing contract work for, um, Amex. So for the publishing side and I had like, they were one of my biggest clients and I had so much tied up in that. And literally we had just did our quarterly planning in December and, I got an email from a friend saying, Hey, have you heard that they're cutting the contractors? And I'm like, no, we just did our planning and uh, I'm counting on that. And sure enough, like I messaged them. They're like, we literally just found out now. They are like, yeah, we're pulling all of our contractors. So it was like devastating because we had just bought the house. I had a baby. Like we were really, that was my income, like the bulk of it. And um so then I, I had to obviously go get a job and, but at the same time, like it was, it was fine. Like I felt like I knew I could get a job. I did. Like I literally like got a job, I don't know, probably two weeks later. And, um, and it was great because it was a small web development company out here. And uh, that like honed, I've already been in web development for years, but like it honed those skills and it helped me to learn how he was running a small business. Like I could see how that was happening. Um, I could see what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do. And then I ended up at food and wine, which is a dream job because Amex was part of like, they owned food and wine and I used to do all the club work. So I already knew their aesthetic. I knew all of it. So I'm like, 
this is a no brainer. If they don't hire me, like then I suck, you know, <laughs> then this is terrible. But they did, they hired me in the marketing department and that was the best job ever. And I probably, I would have loved to stay there if I just, but I, I like having my own business. Like I like having it. And so that was just like a stepping stone to everything. But at, at a certain point, like I just started to not feel well. And when I found out, like I had to have all these tests and stuff done, I, you know, and I'd already told them that I was going to be leaving. I was like, look, giving you plenty of, I think I gave them six months notice, like, because I didn't want to mess them up. And, um, and I wasn't leaving for a certain thing. I was just leaving to go finish doing my own business. And, um, so yeah, it, it ended up happening a little sooner than that, like unexpectedly. But um, but that was like the next the next wave. Yeah, like that's when I started to take my business even more seriously. You had it sounds like you had faith in your abilities. You're like I've proven I'm really good at all that what I do. But now I'm going out on my own and leaving a dream job. Yeah, where do those guts come from? For me, that's gutsy. I don't know. Like I just always had I I, I for a lack of better. I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like I've just always kind of had, it's, I'm definitely not, I wouldn't say I'm not self-confident, I'm, I'm, but I think I ha- I'm confident in just the ability that I know I can figure it out. I think that's the thing. Like, it's like, okay, even if it's something that's a little harder, I just, I know I can figure it out. Like, I know that I can learn this or I know that I can do this and this will just be another skill set. And it's been like that since college. Like, I know I can figure it out. So that's what I do. I just kind of keep moving. And, and I have a great support system. My husband, he knows that this is how I operate. Like, it's like, I enjoy it. I enjoy the challenge of building something. It doesn't always work out the right way, but sometimes it does. And then it's, it's all good. But yeah. Maybe those failures are really you know, not they were big failures, but even if they are big failures, like those failures are, I think, where we learn the most lessons yeah. and, and how we want to do things and where we want to go and what we want to be. Because yeah. even circling back to that whole thing about 2008 now, so what that made me realize was like, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Corporate sucks. They're the first people that they, they pull, they pull you out. Like, I can't trust that. And that's when I really started working with the small businesses, entrepreneurs, people that were mission driven. Um, you know, they wanted to drive impact. So, so I spread my wings a bit more and I, and I have more buckets now. So um, when things happened in March, when everything shut down, literally my two corporate clients were like, send me your last invoice. And that was it. But then all of my small business owners and small clients, like I, I think I mentioned earlier, they were ready to double down. They're like, let's create this. Let's go. I'm ready. And I know now is the time. And, and it was, so it was just, it was, I, I was very fortunate that I made those sort of tweaks after 2008. So are you seeing any trends coming up for the next year of the way people are are changing because of COVID? I feel like a lot more is physical products. So people are not like, if you think about it, you know, you're going to all these events or you're, you're meeting with like, if you hire a coach or something, all this stuff is digital. Like, so it all gets lost. And so now what's happening is people are really craving um, tangible items. So it's like snail mail, even though it's taking even longer to get your mail, people are still like, people really are valuing 
a physical product, whether it's a book or a plan or a deck, something like that. But it really takes, um, it, 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 it gives you another touch point with your client that, and your, and your customer that's more personal than just a printable download that they'll probably never print. Um, but at least if they have a product, then they remember you, they keep coming back for more. And we've been really trying to marry the two of like physical and digital. So we've been really um, capitalizing on QR codes. So we have, because a lot of our clients are online entrepreneurs, we don't want to um, take them completely offline. Like we want to make sure that people understand that there's a whole wealth of knowledge that they also have that they can share. So we've been really trying to marry the physical products with the digital so that then they can even, you know, be have a bigger impact on the people that they're actually working with. I have a folder right next to me with all the printouts from the coach I was working with. And because I'm working so hard to just use Google Docs, because I think, I think you used to work the same way. It's like all notebooks and all red notebooks with my name on it. And then everything gets lost. But now that it's all online, I still can't find it. My brain cannot figure out Trello. I'm really, I'm trying so hard. I have a, I have somebody trying to help me. A lot of these coaches, like they have great systems, but it's not, it's almost like counterintuitive. Like I have all of these PDF downloads and I don't even know which one goes first. After you print them out, you're like, well, which one's chapter one? And that's the way I'm looking <laughs> at it. I'm like, which one's section one and which one's section two and what page number am I on? That's really what is game changer for people. And that was even how I started doing those because we're doing products for people now, but like, I mean, I kind of have a cookbook background. I've been in publishing for 20 years plus. So complex data and compilation is, is I, my jam. I can do it. So give me a lot of content and I can organize it. Um, but in Todd's program, that was the biggest thing. It was a beta. Everyone was like, I need a planner. I need a planner. How can I do this? I don't want the da- I don't want the sheets. I don't want the, so I was like, you right. know what? I'll just make a planner. So I made the planner and um, I just did the whole thing. I just made a planner and I organized it according to what I received and what I was understanding. And then um, I shared it with Todd and that was really what sparked the, his planner. And, um, you know, we did a couple iterations of it until we got to the final version. It, we had it professionally produced and it's funny because like, I'm, since I'm, so, I'm friends with so many of his people, um, a couple of them have even said, like when they became affiliates, they're like, people are literally buying in because of the planner. Like they're like, (laughs) they just want the planner because the planner, you get Todd's training, obviously, but at the same time, it's like his system that is, that is the gold. So it's like, I mean, so a regular planner, you know, is just a regular planner. It's not going to help you, but if you're trying to get to a system or through a system. It's about, you know, people actually taking the time to produce something that can lead them through the process well. Right. Well, I want to acknowledge you for not only creating the planner before you talk to Todd about it, but also like for an introvert to have the guts to be like, hey, look what I created. Was was it in your mind to be like, maybe he'll buy it, maybe he'll want to do it? Or you were just really sharing something that you produced? I was literally just sharing something I produced. Like I was hoping like we could, I was like, you know, I was excited about it because it came together. So it made so much sense. And, um, but it used all my skill sets. So I knew that like, 
I, I had confidence in my skill of what I could put together. And then when it came time to producing it, I had equally, I was as confident because I've been dealing with these people for years. So like the printers and, you know, I've sent tons of things. I mean, I come from that way back when we were doing, you know, film, you know, so I get, I know, I know the whole the ins and outs of the production process and, and everything. So I had that confidence that I knew I could do it. I'm not like a, you know, YouTube trained designer. Like I actually have these like real life skills. An actual skills. Designer. Yeah. Like I, an exacto knife and you know, yep, don't get any fingerprints on there. You'll get deducted points. Like and I know that's a part of that you really like is learning about your yeah. clients and really producing a piece that maybe they had a vision for something, but your advice and your design aesthetic and, you know, being so good at what you do, you're like, actually, this is what you should be doing. And this is how you should show up. And they're like, yes, that makes so much more sense. Cause I'm so in my head about what I'm yeah. doing Are there. Um, what do you think the next big product is? Cause people have planners and workbooks and decks and kind of stuff, but what, like if someone's listening, they're like, I want to produce something, but I want it to be the next big thing. Do you have a sense of that? Well, I don't know if it's like the next big thing in general. I think it's the next big thing for them. So it has to just really be unique to what they teach and how they how they produce things. So it might be a planner, but it's unique to them in a sense that, you know, they have a totally different take on how to do things. You know, um, the format is... That I, th- I feel like these formats are going to be around for a while. People are very comfortable with them, you know, when it comes to like planners, journals, decks, things like that. But I think it's really the process or the systems that people are getting creative with. Like we did a, a planner set for a, a ballroom dancer and she wrote a book. And so it helps people to teach themselves. Like she's all self-taught. So it's like, she has a book that teaches her philosophy and then she had some worksheets in there. But then we, we created um, a choreography workbook and we created a dance journal. And that's it's So it's still a journal, but it's like, who has seen that before? No one. So it's about looking, looking at what you do that is unique and then putting that into a process or a system that can become, you know, a planner. And a lot of people already have the content. Like she already had the content. Like we, what we did was we refined it so that it made sense in a, in that, you know, format, but at the same time, time like she already had these worksheets she already had the instructions she was just tweaking it so that it became unique to her and you know she's she's been doing really well with it so it's just thinking about it differently so I don't know if it's a product per se but I mean people really are just they want something in their hands and they want it to be unique or different in some way but they also need it to provide a value to them it has to give some kind of return to them that's going to get them from point A to point B. So help aid in the transformation. Yeah. So whoever's listening, that's going to call Leanna after we finish talking because they have their big idea. It's really thinking about the end user and the audience. But I also want to acknowledge how, you know, coming to you with a, an, a germ of an idea will turn into some a, a spectacular product because you're, you're involved with it. So I want to acknowledge that for you because, you know, I want everyone to call you. Oh, because, thanks. You know, even just talking, I'm like, what could I create? I like, That's what happens. A lot of people are like, what can I create? Um, what can I create? But it is true. Like in a lot of people, like when, when I started talking about this, we've actually called it something. So we call it productology. It's spelt like anthropology, one of my favorite stores. 
And when we um, launched it last year, a lot of people said, I think I want to do a journal. And then I'm like, so how do you, like, what do you teach and how do your people learn? And I'm like, are they really going to do a journal? And then they're like, no. And I'm like, no, you need to do this. And it, so it's everyone, like, like not everyone, but a lot of people will come thinking they might need a certain thing, but it really depends on who they're serving and how they learn and what kind of content, like what you want to deliver to them. So a you know, not everyone needs a planner. It might be a, a different kind of a deck or something that is in, informational or how they learn or something like that. Well, I love that. And I, I think you sparked or inspired a lot of women, a lot of people listening that are going to come with their ideas because I, you definitely sparked my ideas. And I want to um, also acknowledge you for just being you and being amazing. It's, it's so fun to watch what you create. I do stalk your website once in a while. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, what's you working on now? Cause I love design. So uh, Leanna, thank you so much for coming on. Tell everybody your website. It will be in the notes, but tell everybody if you could give your philosophy and your website. Sure. So our main website is wellersmithdesign.com. However, we are relaunching our productology services and you can get there by at productology.com spelt like anthropology um and so we'll have like a a new opt-in there um but i really truly believe that you know every client that we work with they're all different they all have different needs they all have different um goals and i really feel like you know what we try to do is to dig into what they see their vision being and we help them with a roadmap to get there and whether it's through branding or website up leveling it's it's wherever they're at we meet them there and then we help them get to those next those next phases along the way wow and you know and that all takes uh, investment not only in your time your heart and your pocketbook um but that in the investment on the other side is into your and in, into your audience and into your people so anyone listening that has even the germ of an idea go to both the websites because you'll see a lot of Leanna and how amazing she is um but productology when I first saw that I was like brilliant <laughs> brilliant brilliant uh Lena thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for being a supporter of mine for the last several years and just sending you and your your two boys, lots and lots. Of thanks love. for having me, Beth. It's been a pleasure. Oh my God. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support Behind the Spotlight, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and a review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me at Beth Nidek on all social media platforms. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.